First is the breathing. Second is the anchor thought. Third is the movement of some sort, if you can. Fourth is to go back and analyze what you are actually fearing and whether or not it has anything to do with you. And the fifth and final step is to write a list of the what if and the what actually is. A lot of times we create a world in our head of the what if, and it's fucking scary up there. It sucks. everybody and welcome to this episode of Real Talk Girl Talk with Devin. I hope that you had a great week. I hope that you're looking forward to an even better weekend. I know it's Halloween. There's a full moon in Taurus tomorrow. It's an earth sign. It's very grounding. It's very centering. Stay grounded, stay centered. It's also about releasing things. And I wanted to talk to you today about releasing fear. Because I think that these last few months, especially, have been so clouded by this very low vibrational fear that we are all feeling on a day to day. And as we have an election approaching in the US, and we have so many threats of civil unrest and the coronavirus getting worse and going through a third wave. And as we turn on our TVs or look at social media, we can't help but hear all of the negative things that are going on in the world. There's terrible news every day, all day, it seems like. And it's hard not to get sucked into all of that. So tomorrow is a great day to release some things that are no longer serving us and Fear is one of those things that I think we all need to really take a look at in our lives and really pinpoint where we have the most fear and then to let that go on some level. Because the reality is, is that fear does so much to our physical body. As primitive beings, when we used to feel fear as cavemen and women, it was because we were literally in danger of losing our lives to a predator. That being said, now we don't have that same threat, but we have the same response to the fear that we feel. So again, as primitive human beings, we were meant to have this fight or flight response that still lives within us now. It's so harmful for our body to be in that constant state of fight or flight that we've been in for the last however many months. It weakens our immune system. It makes us feel like shit. Our nerves are constantly on edge. We are always on the verge of having an emotional breakdown or being in some sort of a manic state. We're having a tougher time controlling our emotions. But hearing these things evokes a very visceral and emotional response. So I want to talk about some of the things that you can do in order to get these feelings of fear under control and also to move forward, understanding that the world is working for you and not against you, even when it doesn't feel like it. Everything is happening for us. And 
And that sounds so delusional to say to people when shit is really hitting the fan. And I understand that. But the reality is, is that we are not given things that we cannot handle. We are not put in places that we are not supposed to be in. And I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I do believe that everything happens with meaning. And if we can get to the root of the meaning in these situations that we're going through right now, then we can at least have some sort of understanding of why we are all going through these difficult moments in time. So let's start out by saying that fear is good. We need fear because it keeps us alive, quite literally. If we didn't have any sort of fear, we would have nothing stopping us from jumping off of buildings, running in front of trains, doing dangerous things that can get us hurt or in trouble or worse, kill us, literally. So fear is good. We need to have fear in our lives. We don't need to have irrational fear in our lives. And we don't need to have fear that prevents us from living. Fear is meant to keep us from dying. Fear is not to prevent us from living. That being said, when you feel fear rising up in you, and we all know that feeling, your chest gets a little tight, you start to get tense, you maybe even start to feel nauseous, your hands might sweat. There are a lot of actual physical symptoms of fear. The first thing that you're going to do when you start to feel that fear is stop what you're doing, where you are, stop the thought and begin to breathe. I don't mean just breathe in and out like we normally do. I mean, slow your breath down, steady it and go right into what's called box breathing. So this is a breathing technique that the Navy SEALs do when they're under a lot of stress and anxiety meaning that they're in a high stress situation that they have to deal with and stay calm under pressure. So this works. It's in through your nose for four counts, holding your breath at the top for four counts, exhaling through your mouth for four counts and holding your breath at the bottom for four counts. So if you can imagine that as you are breathing in, you are drawing a line with your breath upwards And then as you are holding it at the top, you are drawing a line over to the right. As you are exhaling, you are drawing a line down. And then as you are holding your breath at the bottom, you are drawing a line to the left. And you continue that pattern. So box breathing, if you can get yourself to do 10 or 15 of those box breaths, slowly, steadily, you'll start to calm down your nervous system. So that's step number one. I want you to right now think of an anchor thought, something that will anchor you and center you and bring you back to a place of happiness and calm while you're in these situations. We call these anchor thoughts because they literally are meant to anchor you in the moment in time. This thought can be anything from you at your happiest place to you in your fantasy world, but it has to be you doing something or in the midst of something. So once you have done your box breathing and you are beginning to feel your system settle a bit, you are going to immediately start thinking of your anchor thought. So you're breathing, you're calming down, you're relaxing your shoulders, and you're thinking of you in your happy place. When you feel fear, your amygdala in your brain alerts your nervous system, which sets your body's fear response into motion. 
while you are thinking of your anchor thought, you can do one of two things. You can sit and continue to breathe and maybe close your eyes. That is usually helpful. Or you can walk. If we go back to our primitive selves, when we felt fear was when we were in danger. And what our bodies would tell us to do in that fight or flight is to run. Now we still have that primitive part of us that is activated when we feel fear or stress or anxiety. If we can convince our brains that our bodies are physically moving away from fear, our brains start to settle ourselves down. So if you're in bed at night and you're scrolling through social media and you are seeing headline after headline detail, the negative shit that's going on in this world, you start to feel this fear coming on. Am I going to be okay? Am I going to survive this? I'm feeling anxious about whatever. Get up out of your bed and go walk around your kitchen or go walk around your bedroom. It will literally start to send a signal from your brain to your body and your body back to your brain that you are physically moving away from whatever danger has just been presented to you. Again, we know that there is no immediate threat necessarily, but our primitive brains and body feel this way. We feel like once we get into this emotional sense of fear that we must move away from it as quickly as we can. So you're going to breathe. You're going to have your anchor thought ready And then you are going to move around if you can. If you want to take a next step in movement, it's a great time to then go work out. It's a great time to go on a longer walk, get on a treadmill, go outside, get some fresh air. That would be amazing. Again, I understand that in these moments, especially if you feel yourself getting into a state of panic, that you might not want to go and do that. But exercise is a really great way to lower your cortisol levels. When your cortisol is high, your brain is fried, you don't sleep well, you gain weight easily. And if we continue to stay in a state of high cortisol level or stress hormone, which come from fear, we're never going to be operating at 100%. I want to take a quick break to tell you about my new confidence coaching service. As a certified life and intimacy coach, I have coached clients all over the world, helping them love themselves so that they can increase the amount of love in the world around them. Whether you're looking to become more decisive, feel less anxious, take bigger risks, or just feel great every time you walk out the door, these hour-long confidence coaching calls will help you realize the power of you. Each session is designed to help you strip away unhelpful programming, shift your mindset, and remind you that you are worthy of the promotion, the perfect relationship, the abundance, and the right to self-love. Get $25 off your first session when you book online at www.devinpenny.com with the code REALTALK at checkout. Once you have calmed down from this initial sense of fear, I want you to decide whether or not you are reacting fearfully to an emotional story or if you are reacting fearfully to a fact or number. The media presents us with an emotional story. And we know as human beings, we get emotionally attached to stories. You do not get emotionally attached to a fact. You do not get emotionally attached to a number. You do not get emotionally attached to a spreadsheet or a graph or percentages. You get attached 
to the story that you heard about the 21-year-old girl who collapsed dead with no underlying conditions because of coronavirus. Immediately, your head goes into overdrive. Oh my God, that could happen to me. What if I'm sick right now? Your body immediately starts to think of worst case scenario because you emotionally attach yourself to someone else's experience. So once you have gotten over that initial sense of feeling fear, I want you to go back and decide what you were feeling fearful of. Because if it was someone else's experience, it literally has nothing to do with you. So to feel fearful is an emotional response that you are having to a story that doesn't apply to you. Our emotional response as empathetic, sympathetic human beings is to say, oh my God, that could be me. Let me put myself in that person's shoes and let me feel the same emotions that that person must be feeling about that situation. When in reality, that is the what if, and you are living in the what is. That's the next part of this process. First is the breathing. Second is the anchor thought. Third is the movement of some sort, if you can. Fourth is to go back and analyze what you are actually fearing and whether or not it has anything to do with you. And the fifth and final step is to write a list of the what if and the what actually is. A lot of times we create a world in our head of the what if, and it's fucking scary up there. It sucks. What if I die? What if my parents die? What if I I'm in the midst of civil unrest and I can't get out of my house. What if I don't have enough toilet paper? What if I don't have enough food? What if this happens? What if that happens? The list goes on and on and on. When in reality, you're probably sitting at your kitchen counter, having your cup of coffee, scrolling on your phone, everyone in your life that you know, knock on wood, is healthy, and you really have nothing in the present moment to be fearful of. So on the left half of the paper, I want you to write, what if? And then on the right half of the paper, I want you to write, what is? The what if are all of those terrible things that I just went through. The what is, is what actually is happening. And usually you can make a direct opposite comparison to the what if. For example, what if my parents die from coronavirus? The what is is my parents are in their home, happy, safe, and healthy right now. Look around in your present moment. Understand the world that you are creating in your head of the what if and all of these terrible things that might happen doesn't exist. And in fact, you're experiencing something emotionally that is not happening in reality. So even if it does happen, even let's say worst case scenario, your what ifs come to life. You have already experienced them once when it wasn't the case and now twice when it is the case. So you can go through life experiencing something once or twice or not at all. It's your choice. The world is going to give you every reason to be fearful of everything. If you are seeking that, you are going to find that. If you are living in fear, you are going to attract other fearful things to come into your vibrational frequency. 
if you are looking for the love, if you are looking for the joy, if you are looking in the happiness of the day-to-day, which usually is your reality, when we allow ourselves to live in the present moment of what is going on, when we slow ourselves down, when we start breathing properly and deeply, when we give ourselves a moment to think of a happy, nice thought instead of a negative, nasty one, when we move our bodies, when we understand that we cannot be attached to someone else's emotional experience that only applies to them, and then when we sit down and look around and start to get into a place of gratitude about what is actually going on, that we have a roof over our head, that we have food on the table, that we have plenty of toilet paper, that our parents are sitting in their homes healthy and happy. When you start to get into those moments of gratitude, you cannot actually be in any other emotional state. If you are in true presence and gratitude, you will never be depressed, you will never be anxious, and you will not be able to get yourself into any other negative emotional state. It's a scientifically proven fact. And if I were you, I would turn off the news altogether. You don't need to be glued to your TV screen all day, every day. You don't need to be following every news channel and station on social media. You don't need to be hearing about all of the negative things that are going on in the world all day long when there are also positive things happening. Don't let fear compromise your health and your body and lower your immune system and make you feel like shit. We cannot do anything properly when our nerves are fried. You have to take control of your thoughts. You have to live in the present moment. If you are living in the past, you are depressed. If you are living in the future, you are anxious. If you are living in the present moment, you are grateful. Even when the present moment sucks, it's better than living in the past and it's more productive than living in the future. Neither of those things technically exist. We are just here as one in this moment in time. So be here now. When you feel fear, breathe, have your anchor thought ready, move away from the threat or the danger, analyze what you are actually fearful of, and then get yourself from a place of what if to what is. What if this happens? No, what is happening right now? I hope that helps you guys. I hope that you have a great weekend. Like I said, it's going to be a chaotic, maybe a dramatic full moon tomorrow night. Doesn't mean that it's anything to be afraid of. It just means that you want to keep yourself grounded and you want to keep yourself centered. Lots of self-care, lots of release, release the fear, release the fear of everything. If you are ever needing help to calm down, I have many free meditations that are guided with music, some that are walking meditations. So if you're doing something and you're moving in a direction, you can manifest at the same time and others that are purely meant to just calm you down. I also have affirmation albums. And I know that some people don't think that affirmations are worthwhile, but they do shift your brain from a place of negativity to positivity very quickly. So if you want to go download one of those albums, they're free on my website. You can download them on iTunes or on Spotify. If you have a subscription, they're free, obviously, that way as well. 
And I just want you to know that you're okay. And I love you and I'm here for you. And if you need anything, you can always reach out. Don't let yourself get wrapped up in the shit show that is the external world and people trying to make you afraid. Take your power back, harness it, and live your life in the present moment. Love you, mean it. 